With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome. You are listening to the Class of Hope and Change, classofhc.com, soundcloud.com, forward slash classofhc, Twitter, classofhc, Instagram, classofhc. The space for ideas, music, culture, and good vibes. What was, what is, and what will be. Let's go to work. I am your host, Day G. Glad you're taking the time to listen to yet another conversation on the Class of Hope and Change podcast. Today we're talking with Katie. Today we're talking with Katie. Katie, say hello to everybody. Hi! <laughs> Glad to have another opportunity to talk to yet another young voice and, and continue these conversations into the new year. As always, we like to have these conversations. We like to maximize the amount of time that we're spending with our guests. And so we begin, Katie, with our usual questions. Where are you from? Where are you currently? And how do you spend your days? Well, I am from Oak Park, Illinois. I am currently in the Chicagoland area, like five minutes away from uh, where I grew up. So went real far. Uh, right. <laughs> and... <laughs> I currently spend my days just trying to make the world a better place through volunteerism. Nice. And then I try to save the world at night as a superhero, but, you know, whatever. Yes, we'll, we'll, <laughs> get, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that. You're on your Jessica Jones status at night. Is that what's going on? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, now, you mentioned that you, you are currently living relatively close to, uh, to where you grew up. And I, I always wondered, like, what's that... Like, what's the, what's the, like, appropriate distance? Like, are you too close? Like, do you find yourself running into, like, people you went to first grade with? Is that okay? Or do you feel like you need to, <laughs> like, I always wonder when people move that, you know, when people stay close right. to where they grew up. How's that, how's that working out so far for you? You know, honestly, I do not run into anyone that I know too much. Sometimes I see my mom in the grocery store and I'm like, ugh, no, no, <laughs> <Sorry. I'm kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> Can you wait in the car, please? Totally. I'm shopping. <laughs> Right, like, oh, gosh, <laughs> this one again. No, um, no, honestly, I don't run into that many people uh, that I grew up with, um, which is, you know, it, it's nice, you know, but I didn't really have any problems with anyone I grew up with except for one person, you know, who you are. Right. Uh, <laughs> but I haven't seen him in years, so That's right. it's fine. That's right. We'll, we'll just send um, the deaf stare and the voodoo dolls and just feel that person's arm right. twisting behind their back right now. <laughs> It's fine. I don't have a voodoo doll of him in my closet or anything. Okay. It's, so it's not weird. Throughout this episode, um, he w- we'll just refer to that person as he who shall not be named. We'll just we mentioned we make exactly. him. We'll make him a character in this interview. <laughs> exactly. Um, now I'm going to run into him tomorrow, of course. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of like I kind of want to see people sometimes I grow with because I haven't you know seen them in a while, but they've yeah. all like scattered. Like I don't. Ah, so the, they, they left, like, and then you, you're the one that stayed. That's cool. Right, like, wait a second. Like, right. How did that happen? Yeah. 
Um, and sa and saving the world through volunteering. Now, this is kind of an interesting. Um, uh, so that's kind of interesting way to talk about saving the world. You know, usually think about fighting crime or like inventing the next iPhone or something. Um, what do you do? You think that like is volunteering saving the world? A lot of people are doing. I think one of the things that um, I always try to get across to people who uh, don't spend a lot of time with millennials and sort of hear about them just staring at their phones is that you know among this generation. Uh, this generation that does more volunteering than like anyone ever in the history of <laughs> in the history of humanity um and like do you think that that's going to be part of you know sort of making the world a better place like do you really believe that volunteering is going to be kind mm -hmm. of what we need to do I, honestly yeah i think so so um as you know i spent some time in americorps uh, in triple c and so that kind of started this journey of uh wanting to volunteer and wanting to get others to volunteer and i think it just um, it's such a lovely and wonderful experience, and it definitely opens your eyes to just, like, other people and what they're going through, and every single time I put on an event, you know, some of the feedback that I get is always they want more interaction with people that they're helping, and I think that's just wonderful because, you know, they want to see the people they want, they're helping, they want to interact with them, and that just causes kind of like a chain reaction of just some caring about them and their community and, you know, the situation that they're in, you know? So it's yeah. kind of like you can't just remain blind to what is going on when you've actually seen people's faces. Right. Um, so it just causes an, an empathy that I think, you know, sometimes uh, people lack. Yeah, um, definitely. So. And I think one of the things I've always find, I always find interesting, especially in volunteering in a place like New York and, and it's probably true. It's definitely true in Chicago as well. Like the kind of people not only, you know, are oftentimes depending on the kind of uh, volunteer activity you do, you're in spaces where you wouldn't normally be, but the kind of people you volunteer with are the kind of people who like nine to five or like in traditional social mm -hmm. settings, you wouldn't even run into. Like I'll meet people who I was like, we would never be ever in the same place. Like <laughs> ever, right. like, you know, and, but we happen right. to both be, you know, peeling potatoes at this, you know, uh, farmer's market thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think that's I, I try to get people as much as possible to do that. Just if anything, you know, it's one thing to sort of step outside yourself and see people in need. And I think it's also another thing just to see people who you normally you just don't even think of as people like you. But here they are also serving. So I think there's also there's so much use for that. So, um, yeah, I think that's I think that's really cool. Um, my first my favorite question is everyone who knows as listens to podcast knows um, is the superlative <laughs> question. This is the most likely to. Uh, so if you had to use the phrase uh, that most likely to yearbook language to describe this moment in your life, what would you say? Katie is most likely to what? Um, I would say most likely to wonder. Um, wonder wonder or wander? Wonder like? You know. <laughs> or either. <laughs> wonder and wander, right? Either or. That's it. <laughs> Are they mutually exclusive? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> the answer is yes. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, I would say, yeah, either or, you know, just like wonder about the space that I'm in and just kind of like the world that I'm living in or just like wander off and, you know, just kind of like get myself into trouble, you know, yeah, so. Of course, of course. Um, yeah, just kind of both. Is that, can I do that? Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, wonder, wonder. I like that. There's some kind of, I don't know if there's a, I wasn't paying too much attention in like the poetry section of English class, but I don't know if there's like a thing for that, like wonder, wander. I don't know if that's like a 
some kind of poetry verse thing. I hope it is. If it's if it's not, hit the comment section. Let me know if I get my. I was gonna say haiku, well, but I know it's not. A, I know it's not like question. a haiku, but I know it's like some kind of you know. There's some word for it. It's I should have paid more attention. Somewhere out there, I yeah. probably saw it. The, inter the internet can answer all questions. So, ladies, jump get to those comment sections. Help, help, help me out. All right, someone, Kimberly. <laughs> That's all right. This is this is what I get for falling asleep in fifth period in English. I apologize, ninth grade English teachers. Um, one of the things that that we always like to do at the beginning is get a sense of the the social spaces that um, our guests occupy, and we're interested in, in talking about the different ways that um, young people in this in this moment are creating. Um, communities both online and offline. So the question that mm -hmm. I like to ask to kind of kick off this portion is um, who are the most important people who you follow? And that can be however you want to define that word. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I'm going to start off with the fam. Um, <laughs> grew, was raised by a lot of great people. Um, and so just to see what my parents are doing and my sisters, um, obviously we're all super close, so just um, we're always in and out of each other's lives, and they're always super inspiring just to see them and all that they do. Um, it's really, really cool. Um, no slackers in the family. Mm. Um, and then as far as um, other, like friends, obviously, too, I think a lot of my friends are doing just some really, really cool things, and so that's always really cool to see. And then like, do you cut off people who aren't doing good? Like, what if people are not like, do you have cousins who aren't doing cool that got cut off? Like, <laughs> is there is there like is there like a point at which you like you get to like July of each year and be like, you know, your stuff's your timeline's looking a little light. And I don't have to let you go. Like, you're just you're not really. You're not yeah, exactly. Go, <laughs> we got standards on this. You can't just be on Facebook with the foolishness. Um, so like, you know, like it, what about, you, what about those friends who aren't necessarily, uh, pulling their weight in terms of quality, uh, <laughs> achievements? Oh, that's so funny. Um, I always feel like I'm sort of that friend. <laughs> <laughs> <That's nice. laughs> Maybe I am the weak link here. Like, I don't know. Like, never thought about it. Um, no, that's so funny. Uh, I honestly haven't had to cut that many people off. Like I've, really have been very blessed that I've nice. kind of yes, you have. fallen into these great, yeah, like friend groups and just everyone has always, I feel like there are definitely stretches of just where people are not living their best life. And so I think that's when you need to be there for them, especially, you know, yeah. um, you know, everyone's not going to be a hundred, you know, every single day, like, or every single month, or every single year, you know, people are going to, like, go through hard times. But um, I think that is really when you have to, like, come around them and, and really support them. And, um, you know, just as long as the, you're still trying, you know, like, I, I think that I will try and be there for you as well, you know, like, as long as you haven't, like, given up and, you know, like, know that this is only temporary then you know like then we could still just roll together because i've definitely been there <laughs> like, right. there's definitely been stretches where it's just like i have absolutely no idea what i'm doing and people kind of came around and encouraged and challenged me as well you know um so that has always been really helpful so so yeah a lot of a lot of winners on the team yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's you know it, it's nice. it is and I, and I think it's i think i'm similar like i haven't had too many um that's funny now you say this and then there's like someone be like actually i hated you in ninth grade um 
but I, you know, I like to think that uh, I like to think I've had relatively beef free, you know, drama free uh, existence most for the most part socially. And it really is one of those things like if you have it and you've uh, I think I don't really realize it until I'm around some mess and some like dysfunction. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. Y'all do this every day. Like this is this is messing right. with my spirit. My chakras are out of alignment. I need to. <laughs> right. I, I can't, can't even yeah, exactly I, I can't even work out next to you like I'm just gonna need to come back tomorrow no. like, so you know it's funny like when I see people go through you know we're all you know we all have those friends who like seem to be you know every other day it's like subliminal shot on you know social media or today I'm today I'm clearing my friend list if you see this that's because you made right. it it's, it's like man your life is like, rough okay, family. Great. <laughs> like, if that was the accomplishment of the day was weeding out people right. who needed <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, holding my cup of tea close on that one um you know, yeah, it really so yeah it's really like i feel like it's really uh i don't know how it happens in life but it really if you're one of those people it's 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 great <laughs> it's the best i don't know how to tell other people to get it like yeah, i don't know how to tell the people to eliminate all sorts of drama from both their family and friends but if you've got it hold on to it boy it's magic man I mean, seriously, yeah, there's no, like, like, literally obsessed. I mean, you know me, so I was just kind of, like, wandered into things and just been like, oh, this group of people's pretty dope. Yeah, and it's actually, no, it's actually, I'm actually kind of glad you mentioned that because one of the things, uh, and, you know, as people who listen to the podcast know, and, and we've done many of these, I think uh, people, different people reveal different sort of things that are happening in this moment. And, I think one of the reasons I've always uh, that I've always liked Katie is uh, because of that like ability to um, to sort of engage with people like without like a lot of preconditions. And so I feel like you have one of the most eclectic networks of friends of of, of people that I know. Uh, And I'm curious, like, like, how did you I mean, is that something like where you just you know, we're like you in the nursery, just hanging out with all the kids with the blue blocks and just, you know, walking around, getting ice cream from whoever, or like, at what age do you, because there's some people who can't, like, there's some people who, you know, yeah. they stay with like, whoever, whatever their like filter is, they stay with that filter. And even if that filter is just mess and dysfunction and craziness, like that's their filter and they stay right. with it. Like, comfortable. Yeah, it's comfortable. Yeah, it's comfortable. And, and so I'm always, I'm always fascinated by people who somehow have cultivated the ability to exist you know in different spaces like yeah. they know who they are but they can be here and they can be there like where does that come from mm-hmm. um so i think one of my uh favorite qualities about the lord uh <laughs> jesus uh, <laughs> i'm take you to church for a minute that's all right um, thank you yes exactly i feel like we should just have a moment of silence think one finger no, up I, for those who need to excuse themselves right <laughs> Um, but no, I've always liked how he, you know, people would see people in society and they'd be like, you know, like a tax collector or something. Um, and they'd just be like, no, you like can't hang out with them. Like, they're not cool. Like, you know how society feels about them. Like, don't talk to them. Like, what are you doing? And, you know, Jesus was kind of always like, no, like, I'm going to, you know, it's fine, guys. Like, I got this. Like, I'm going to interact with them, and it's going to be fun. You're going to see that this is also a person. Like, they have hopes and dreams and desires just like you. Like, just because they have this title, like, they're not defined by it. Um, I think I'm, you know, paraphrasing Matthew or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, no, I think that's a, it's a, yeah, it's a powerful, yeah. No, it's a powerful take on it. I think but, that's a, um. Yeah, so I've, I've always really liked that. And so I just kind of try to bring that 
kind of uh, philosophy just to my life, you know, just kind of like meet people and, you know, like, um, despite of what I've heard, um, just kind of like we haven't interacted, you know, like, so as far as I'm concerned, you have a blank slate with me and hopefully I have a blank slate with you, right. you know, and so we just kind of have to cultivate and see what comes from that and then, you know, I think it takes me a little bit to warm up to people or, um, you know, actually, like, call them a friend. Um, But, like, at that point, you know, when I've reached that point, you know, I've determined I'd, like, you know, interact with you and, like, have watched you and, like, um, you know, have determined that you seem like a quality person. And and, um, and if not, by July, we're checking. (laughs) Because we we do have standards. We do have standards. I have no, you know, problem, you know, uh, yeah, making that decision and just being like, okay, we're cool. Like, I like hanging around with you or just being like, all right, not so cool. Like, I'm not going to hang around with you. And like, I don't put myself in situ- or try not to put myself in situations where I have to see you. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? right. Like, I feel like people are always like, you know, oh, I don't like this person, but they continually hang out with us. Yeah, and exactly. I'm just like, wait, <laughs> how does that happen? <laughs> like, <laughs> Right. You make your schedule. Like, do you work with them? Like, and then yeah. I don't understand why you have to like are constantly seeing them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. What do you mean? What do you, you mean know? you keep ending up at the same club every Friday at eleven thirty? Like, why? Why does that keep happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. No. I, and and how do people? Uh, do people generally? How do people receive that? Like from kind of your life experience? Because because I'm sure there are people listening who you know they're like I tried to talk to that one person that one time. Right. You know, some random moment from high school or whatever and that person was trash or mm-hmm. such and such horrendous frightening thing happened in my life like are people most of the time receptive like is it all flowers and sunshine like you you know you open your arms to the world and they open back smile and the world smiles at you like is it <laughs> is it a coke commercial out there is that is that what's going on right <laughs> um absolutely not uh, <laughs> not everyone is completely receptive to that and i mean i honestly do have people that I don't like, and they don't like me, you know, and it's coming to terms with that too. And just being fine with that, like not everyone is for you Mm. and you are not for everyone, you know? And so I think people get discouraged a lot and, you know, like, Oh, such and such doesn't like me or like, and you you have to, you know, easier said than done, you know, (laughs) cause you know, I want everyone to like me, you know, and I want to like everyone, but it's just like, that's just not how the world is built or, you know, like that. Yeah. That's just not how things function. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's not always easy. People are not always receptive and that's how I know that we're not, you know, meant to be (laughs) kind of just like, all right, well, (laughs) you go along and live your best life and I'm going to go along and live my best life. Yeah. And, you know, hopefully our past will never meet again. Uh, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I like the way you read it. Not like, hopefully I'll see you when things get better, but actually yeah, I'm good. <laughs> this, is, this is actually Literally, goodbye. This is not see you later. <laughs> right. like, you take the left fork. I'm going to take the right one. And I never want to see you again. No, um, <laughs> that is also not realistic, you know, but right, right, you know, right. Um, I like this phrase. I like this phrase you've said a couple times, live your best life. Like when, when did you, I, I just like that. I kind of like that. Why is there a reason that you, that you, <laughs> that you say that phrase or is that like the, the phrase you say when you want to say something mean instead? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
It could be used a variety of ways. Of course, of course. Shots fired. That's right. Shots fired at those who shall not be named. Right. Like, depends on all how you say it. No, it's really, once again, I probably picked it up from somewhere on, like, another podcast I listened to or something, Mm. um, or something that I overheard. And, yeah, it's quickly become the phrase for me of 2015. Um, just because I feel just like looking at the world, you know, and it's just like so many people are trying to say how people should live, Mm. you know, and it's like, you can't put, you know, how you live and, you know, what you think is best. Like, that's great that you think that's best, like, excellent. If that's working for you, perfect. Right. But that's not gonna work for everyone you know and i just am constantly seeing it more and more and more just like people trying to place their values on other people and mm. it's like you can't get them to just to, to subscribe to it you know and yeah. like that that's not fair <laughs> you know like i know i sound like i'm in second grade like wait that's not cool right. that's not fair. no no but, but in, um, yeah i think that's it, it's it's really interesting you say that because i feel uh th- you know this conversation is being taped uh, t- at the beginning of you know right right on the verge of the beginning of 2016 and and we've come yeah, you're right. Like every, I mean, well, Twitter is good for that. I mean, Twitter would be angry about the paint on the wall, but, um, you know, it's one of those things like we just came from, uh, the most sort of recent little dust up in the community, capital T, capital C, um, is, uh, you know, around, um, Steph Curry's wife, Aisha Curry, you know, she made some comments, um, just basically talking about the kind of clothes you like, like the most mundane of like every person in any beauty shop, like anywhere on the planet, someone's saying basically what she said about, you know, Right. You know, basically she likes this type of clothing and, you know, she likes it for whatever reasons and whatever, whatever her reasons were. I'm not even going to really dig all that up. But um, it was amazing to see like how people were like people's visceral like reaction. I don't even think she, I don't know if she intended to like try to label, but like even the thought that she could be telling people what to wear, like the kind of allergic response <laughs> that right. you know, the clap back that happened on her. I was like, yo, this is amazing. Yeah, you really can't. I think people have had enough of, of trying to be, you know, fit into boxes and told what to do. I was just, I was just blown away at like how that response was. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you think social media f- has fueled that? Like, I feel like, I feel like people, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's always, I mean, you know, whatever, there's always been grandmothers on the stoop talking crazy about, you know, or people in church gossiping right. or people in the school, like, or people in people's families gossiping about so-and-so. So I don't mm-hmm. know, but what makes it feel like, I agree with you that it does feel like in this moment that there are more people trying to tell other people what they need to be doing? Is it just because, you know, we all sort of are talking together on social media or what do you think that is? Um, I definitely think social media has um, perpetuated that, um, you know, because now it's just so easy, you know, to get your ideas and your thoughts out and, you know, everything's connected, you know, like I put something on Twitter and I could also share it on Facebook, you know, instantly, you know, so um, there's definitely more avenues to it. Like, get your thoughts and ideas out there, which has produced some beautiful things, (laughs) which has produced some not quite so great things. And so, because, yeah, like you said, like, people are so quick to, you know, uh, to point to our generation and be like, oh, my gosh, you guys are ruining everything. And it's like, no, like, you know, people have always talked about other people, you know, since the beginning of time. (laughs) Like, you know, 2007 was not the invention of that in the human psyche, right? Right. Um, now it's just easier to see, you know, mm. which, um, yeah, like I said, sometimes, you know, it's great and people, um, you know, are held accountable on things that they should be held accountable for. Right. And then sometimes it's, it's too much, 
much, you know? And so you just have to find that balance. Um, and once again, just whatever works best for you. Um, you know, you ask, you know, who I follow, follow on social media. And I don't try, I don't follow a lot of um, celebrities just because, um, you know, I, I just, it's so easy to fall down that rabbit hole, you know? <laughs> So easy to just look at pictures and just like, oh my goodness, like Beyonce, your life is just great. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. My goodness, <laughs> what am I doing over here? Yeah, you know. But it's like that's not the path that's for me, you know. And and so just and it's so easy to to get a perfect picture, you know, and, and to make everything seem like it's you know great. Um, but you don't know the backstory. You don't really know what's like going on in people's lives. So yeah, it just has right. to be me personally. You know, I have to be very strategic in like who I follow and what I do, just so I don't, you know, kind of spiral out of control. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I think that's really yeah, I think that's really interesting because you know we often talk about that's sort of like social media self care, you know, and I think that usually mm-hmm. I think people understand it in terms of like reducing sort of the negativity or the mess that we intake from wherever, whether it's the people actually sitting next to you, or the people sitting next to you on your phone. Um, and, but, the, but I like the, I like the way you sort of spun that because there's also like, there can be too much of a good thing if, if, you know, like, so to speak, like if, if what you're doing is sort of engaging yeah. in, I don't know, whatever it is, whatever it is people are following when they're following celebrities, but yeah, you're right. That, that can be its own rabbit hole and it's not necessarily bad. It's not like they're, you know, cursing you out or, or putting up negative stuff, but like just you constantly exporting yourself into this world of someone whose job it is is to create worlds of entertainment like exactly you know, like yeah i think that's really well said like knowing how to balance that is also part of self-care mm-hmm. um yeah i think i'm I am glad i'm glad you said that so one of the things that uh as we move to the next section of this interview i think one of the things that i like to get a sense of um and you've kind of touched on this um in bits and pieces i like to get a sense of kind of the story and the paths that people have taken over, you know, over the past couple, you know, whatever, seven, eight years in this country. And I think um, you mentioned at the beginning, um, and one of the reasons uh, that I am really glad you're in this conversation is, um, you know, you talked about your, you know, your family being really strong and there being no slackers in your family. And, um, and, and we're in a moment, uh, I think we're always in a moment, particularly in, in, in the African American diaspora, uh, where the family is sort of um, always in crisis for some people. And, and so I want to, I just want to talk about, uh, for a second, like, you know, what, what does it mean to sort of come from the kind of family you've come from and what has that done for you? I feel like one of the things, I feel like we have to contend for family in this moment, you know, we're in a moment where, um, you know, I feel like there's a lot of, you know, one person on stage and it's all about me and let me get mine and, you know, whatever. And, but you know, at, at some point you're going to need the unit. And so I I'm not interested in so much, you know, sort of policing who's, how you define family, but I think I'm curious in talking about how your family has helped you to get to the point as a young woman where you are now. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely by just letting me be me, you know, we're all so different and, you know, it's helpful that I've never felt, um, compared to anyone else. Cause I grew up with three sisters. And so, I think, um, you know, whenever you have siblings, there's always that danger of comparing yourself to, like, uh, your siblings. Right. And so, and sometimes, yeah, I think that sometimes that just happens a lot in families. And I don't know how my parents did it or, you know. Um, but, yeah, I've never felt that I had to live up, you know, um, to my older sisters. And, you know, I hope, you know, my littlest sister doesn't feel like that either. 
because we were all just kind of free to do, um, you know, just kind of explore the path that we wanted. And I think that I was on the usual path, you know, just like right after high school, went to college, and then kind of wandered off that path. And there was, you know, definitely questions, like I said, and challenges, just like, well, are you going to finish? Like, what are you going to do? You know, and there was definitely, you know, pressure from myself, mostly, I think, because um, you don't want to let down the family or anything like that. But um, but I think there was a lot of grace given um, just for me to grow and just kind of figure out and just realizing, you know, I think they realized it sooner than me that um, there is no set plan. You know, <laughs> like sometimes um, or many times life does not happen like you want it to. And I think the family realized that even before I realized that and no, realizing that, letting me um, come to terms with it and then now I am where I am because I was allowed to make mistakes and um, recover. It, it, it's really nice to have that because I know a lot of people don't, you know. Yeah. Um, they have to get out and they have to do X, Y, and Z, you know, for survival. <laughs> so I, I was very lucky to, you know, to not, you know, to not have to do that, to not, you know, really have to... Um, Right, just do what I have to do to survive. Right. You know, it, make yeah, make, make decisions based on you know food and right. children and the need to feed a child, kind of thing. Um, I you know you 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 mentioned this word being free, um, and I think uh, you know one of the hashtags I've I've liked um, over the past couple of years. All right, I maybe I don't know when it started, but I might be late, but. Um, you know, black girl magic and free black, you know, like free black children or something like that. Like when they show little kids, um, yeah. just sort of being <laughs> themselves. Uh, and I'm and I and I'm interested, you know, in, in that phrase, like this idea, you know, particularly, um, particularly as a young woman, like in this moment, like what does it mean for you to say that that you were, you know, that you felt free in in your family, and then that sort of freedom, mm-hmm. you know, gave you the space to, you know, because I think that's that's part of there's always sort of this running conversation within many communities, particularly, particularly I think around, you know, raising young women about, you know, we tell girls, you know, because of um, obviously safety issues and things of that nature in terms of the, the world we live in, like, you know, girls can't do this and you can't wear this and you can't go here and, you know, be careful when someone talks to you and that. And so there's all these things, right. That we particularly put mm-hmm. on young girls because of their situation in this culture. And so for you to talk about freedom, I'm just interested, like how, you know, for the people who are sort of thinking about, you know, maybe people who are raising girls or, you know, um, have young women who, you know, they mentor or whatever, like, how important was that idea of being free, you know, as you were growing up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so funny because, um, like I said, I grew up in a unique situation, all girls, no brothers, and people always kind of bemoan that fact and like, oh, it must have been like super hard. And it was like, well, no. Like, <laughs> Y'all must have been out of control. Fighting with hot combs, right? <laughs> Like, oh, God, the bathroom must have been a disaster. Like, okay, everyone calm down. Like, you think that's, like, the big thing that was happening in the house? Like, not enough bathroom time for all the girls? Uh, They're all like, we saw Full House. We know what happens. (laughs) Right, like, we all showered and got dressed and made it to church relatively on time every day. Okay, so we're good. Uh, (laughs) um, But, yeah, just the whole idea of freedom and just, like, didn't have any brothers, you know, or anything. Like, I didn't know any other way to be. 
this is just kind of how it was. And I mean, you know, my parents. And so, um, you know, it's kind of like no surprise that we were um, able to to be free and explore, you know, within the realms, you know. Right, right, right. <laughs> when yeah, the yeah. Glenn were letting us run all over. Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, feel people like, what, what type of childhood? This young lady's just out in the streets at two years right. old. <laughs> that is not the type of freedom we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Right, no, no, no. <laughs> not with my parents. That's right, but, yeah. Internet, um, internet's crazy. You got to clarify things for the internets nowadays. Exactly, like, uh... <laughs> Not having like ragers or anything exactly. every weekend, no. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's that's just how I grew up. That's just how it was. Um, there wasn't. I feel like my parents were very, very good at just making us making it known that we were loved, mm-hmm. and to uh, giving us a path to just finding self-love as well, you know, just loving who you are um, and who you are becoming, you know, like I always had black Barbie dolls growing up, you know? So I know that with a lot of young African-American girls, that's that whole crisis of just like not looking like people on TV or, you know, in your toys, you know, looking like you. And so my parents kind of spearheaded that and were just very careful about, yeah, I mean, it, it seems very simple, you know, but um, no, it's profound. Did you see the? Um, did you see the the uh, uh, Ava DuVernay's doll that came out for like? Uh, uh, were you aware? Like, so uh, for those who aren't familiar, Ava, Ava DuVernay is uh, um, a film producer, uh, most notably of Selma and some other independent films, uh, Middle of Nowhere, I believe, is another one of her films, uh, and she's like, uh, she's the Shonda Rhimes of, of movies in terms of uh, black uh, yeah. producers right now, so. <laughs> But uh, so she had a doll with Mattel that came out. I don't know, like I don't know what Mattel oh, yeah, thought. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, so like apparently I thought, like when I first saw it, I think I saw it maybe the day she released it, um, and I thought I was like, oh, this thing is about to beat like you know Tickle Me Elmo. Like I was like, people don't even understand what this is going to mean. It was like a little like director doll, and it had a little chair or whatever. I was like, oh, that's going to be dope. But apparently it was only for like a week, so they they sold out in a week. And I, I could just almost imagine her in that meeting, like having to explain to the Mattel people that, oh, no, people are going to want this. And I could just like the fact that they only did it for a week meant that a whole bunch of really smart people at Mattel was like, nah, we're not sure. Let's just test it out. You sure people are really going to buy a doll of you? Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, no, the representation is critical. That doll sold out. I mean, it's probably somewhere on eBay selling for as much as the Yeezys now or something. But like that doll sold out in like right. a week. I just, yeah, people, I just, uh, I'm always, I'm always amazed when mainstream corporations are still amazed by the demand for that sort of, uh, for these sort of images and representations. Yeah, it's amazing because it's kind of like, that's all that I've ever known. Wow. You know, <laughs> like, uh, you know, I mean, I've always known that you know, black are, black girls are wonderful and amazing because mm. that's what I grew up around. You know, I grew up around this wonderful, amazing woman. And once again, very lucky, very blessed. And so I'm not, I mean, of course, there, there's always, um, you know, the media is going to get in, you know, so there's, right. there's always going to be a little bit of that struggle of just like, not looking like everyone on TV, going into spaces and not looking like everyone there. Right. 
Um, but just realizing your worth, realizing that you're human, that your opinions matter. Um, and it's a lesson that I'm still learning, you know, today because uh, naturally I'm not uh, super outgoing. Um, you know, it, it doesn't come naturally to me like I can, you know, turn it on, you know, when necessary. Um, but it still, you know, takes me a little bit to speak up sometimes yeah. and to make my presence known and felt. Um, but that's, I think, a journey that I'm always going to be on. And, you know, like, everyone's kind of on, you know, but just each and every day, just kind of, like, waking up and, like, going into spaces and just being, like, you know, I, I think a, a lot of society uh, <laughs> wake up and they know that already. Um, but sometimes we just have to wake up and we have to, you know, like, I don't, I don't, you know, whatever you do to get yourself pumped up, you know, look in the mirror and just be like, I deserve to be here. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, no. And in this moment, like those are those words are actually I mean, you know, it might sound to some like to be kind of trivial, but that actually in this current moment in our country is like a very serious statement. You know, it, it almost is a, that in itself is almost a, a revolutionary statement to actually acknowledge that to like, if people were to actually live that simple statement out, like I deserve to be here like that, you know, that statement has consequences. I really, I like, I'm glad you said it. Yeah. Yeah, no. And I think, you know, I think it's, uh, I think it's also one of the other things, you know, uh, I spent a lot of time working with, with, with teenagers. And I think one of the things, um, you know, particularly as we talk about, you know, getting, uh, students of of color and of well, you know, various um, socioeconomic backgrounds, like into colleges and you know into these different spaces in mainstream America, and I think I think sometimes we think that the only thing that's missing is putting the child in X Y Z institution, you know, and it's like, well, if if that individual is not coming from a place of like self worth and self love and self care, like just because I, you know, like I feel like part of the reason you're able to go and and engage with such a broad group of people is because you you come from a place of of self-love so you can be in this space and you don't have to worry about well who am i like well, i already knew that before i showed up you know but if you take a child who hasn't mm-hmm. done that work and like maybe rework in some cases if they've been in an unhealthy place and like you just put them somewhere and you're like oh see now you're here right with all the other kids isn't this what we wanted and it's like right. oh. <laughs> um you know sometimes that young person needs some work like they haven't they don't know what it means to say like i deserve to be here like they have not actually like that statement has consequences, you know, and you have to, it, it sometimes mm-hmm. it takes work. So I'm glad you, you brought that up. Um, I'm also curious as you look back uh, just over the past couple of years, you know, and you know, you've talked about, you know, being free to, you know, make mistakes and, and learn and grow and, you know, living your best life and, and being on a path. Um, are there things that used to matter to you? Like have there sort of been changes and like the way you see the world, things that used to matter to you that no longer do or things that didn't matter before that now matter a lot? Yeah, that's um, an excellent question. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. I'm just going to oh, go ahead and take credit for that question right now. <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Exactly. exactly. My <laughs> question deserves to be here. I'm practicing self-love right now. Exactly. <laughs> thank you. All yes. questions matter. Absolutely. You have to. woke up this morning. Exactly. <laughs> Feeling myself. <laughs> At the meantime, is here. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Oh. Um, so this is going to sound real mean, um, <laughs> probably, but just, um, people's opinions of me and, uh, how I present myself to the world. Um, I think it's, it's taken me, um, a very long time to, um, yeah, just, just, uh, 
to just really just like realize like this is who I am. This is me. You know, like I am not gonna change for anyone, you know, especially parts of myself that I like, you know, and mm. parts of myself that I can't change. I was talking to you um, before this interview and just, you know, teasing you and just being like, you know, make sure people know that I'm black because, <laughs> right, <laughs> you know, my voice. Right, like, right, 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 yeah. People are unsure sometimes, yeah. you know, and, and so just like. Which is still a thing for those who are listening who are who are not familiar with the context of that statement, even in 2015, even with Barack Obama, even with uh, Oprah and all that. It's very much still a thing within our community around the policing of uh, both. Not so much clothes. It's funny. While we while we while the kids are being much more free, obviously, in terms of clothes and music you listen to and sort of ways you can present yourself to the world. There's still a lane around like. Well, how much is still, you know, when does your, there's always a card. There's the, what we call the, the black card police, right? And there's always someone there sort of yeah. willing to, <laughs> willing to remove your license from you if you are, if you are deemed unworthy to carry the card. <laughs> so I, right. it's very much a thing, very much a thing. I know. Yeah. Mine's been revoked a couple times <laughs> because I haven't seen some movies. Like, okay, <laughs> I want to calm down. <laughs> I, I must admit, I have, I, I have, I have revoked a few cards off of movies. Not necessarily for you, not necessarily for Katie, but there have been some people I've had to, uh, I've had to suspend a few licenses for some, some lack of movie watching. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, but it's critically important. I mean, what you, you know, and I, I appreciate you, you know, getting, like, you know, coming to that. Um, it, you know, it really is very important. People will try to, you know, I think, you know, it's one of the things that like people are used to sort of maybe hearing about that within certain communities when people are children. But even as a, even as a young adult, you know, like it still happens. Like people really will, um, people really will try to pull your card and like tell you, you know, what you can and can't sound like. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just, guys, like, this, this is it. I don't know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> There's the most, of course, how I talk. Right. <laughs> you can put an auto-tune app over your phone if that helps you listen better. Right. But, uh, it's, it's, it's about all I got for you. <laughs> right. Sorry, not sorry. You yeah. know, even, you know, people even with a name sometimes, too. Still, still, I was just at a project and someone was like, Never met a black Katie, and I'm like, well, today's your lucky day. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. There you go. We're like magical little unicorns out here, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it's uh, that. No, I'm glad you. I'm glad you bring that. Um, thank you for raising that. It's it's important that we speak on that. So yeah. So just yeah, people's opinions of me and who I am, and you know, like we were talking about earlier, just how I view the world. People, you know, I'm sure people are like that's a very naive way to view the world, like. So, but just like, yeah, just realizing that's who I am, that's how I view the world, this is how I talk, this is my name, you know, yeah. <laughs> just like, this is it, yeah. <laughs> and so, um, not that people's opinions, you know, don't matter to me, but people's opinions that are just like silly and superficial and just like coming at things that I just like, at this point, I just like, this is very much who I am and I'm, this is embedded in me and, mm. you know, well, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. sorry no. that you feel that way, but no, and it comes back to your statement of you know I deserve to be here. I feel like that kind of, you know, in some ways, I think one of the things I've been trying to get people to understand this year, um, you know, particularly in in parts of the country that may not uh, where folks may not uh, have opportunity to engage with uh, people of various communities outside their own, um, you know, 
and you hear a statement like black lives matter and that sort of now has now become synonymous with like you know people sort of throw that around on certain news stations it's like thug like it's like code word for like whatever but um i think that statement mm-hmm. is in the state like it's it's a meditation like it's almost a prayer like in some ways right it's it's a it's a it's a creed yeah. of some ways and and like those three words matter which is why they keep having such resonance around the world and something's like saying i deserve to be here like everything i feel like everything you just said after that is a direct result of saying I deserve to be here. Like that kind of statement for you to, you know, for a person to believe that it has consequences in how you mm-hmm. live. And I think sometimes, um, and I really appreciate you giving voice to that. Cause I feel like sometimes we don't, we don't know, like we don't really think about that. Like you really have to think about like kind of the things you say, like it really, like, you know, words mean things. Right. So um, I'm glad you yeah. uh, appreciate you touching on that. Um, one of the things that I want to close with uh, two exit questions uh, and I appreciate you, uh, as always giving time and, 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 and your voice to this moment and speaking on these things, if for no other reason, but to talk about, uh, talk about revoking black cards. I think that's just funny. Somebody in the country just got, right. that's a thing. You can have your black card. Taken after, away? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> you know, keep yours close to you in the wallet. Uh, I, you know, I, one of the things I always like to get a sense of, and I think the real force, one of the forces of this project is owning our own story in real time and telling our own story in our own words through you know through people's lived experiences and so given the the perspective that you that you know you've shared with us and your way of seeing the world and and the experiences that you had um as you look out on you know chicago the chicagoland area as you look out at the country what are you seeing right now um unfortunately it's it's really not the best you know um and it's it's very hard to see, you know, just like no indictments again, you know, coming in and it's kind of like, that's like every single day sort of thing, you know, and, and it's really hard to see and it wears you down. And, um, I know that I feel like a lot of people close to me, like, you know, know how I feel about everything that's going on, but you know, I don't really share it it all out on social media like that. Um, And so I I think it's very easy and very prevalent in the world just to, you know, because that's what's advertised, you know? Like, uh, I go out in the world and I say, you know, oh, I'm like from Chicago. And people are like, oh, my gosh, like, are you okay? You're still here? here? Do you need (laughs) need medical treatment? Right. (laughs) Can I treat right. you? Where's the gunshot wounds? I have gauze. That's also a, that's also a thing, America. It's definitely a thing. Right. Like, no, I'm I'm going back. Like right. you know, I love the Chicago area. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm know? going back. Like, um, yeah, like like you're a refugee, right? Like oh you made it. Did you, right. you have, do you have your papers? We can get you and your family set up in a nice little apartment. Right. Was it hard to right. cross the border? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like guys that's so deep that's so like that's so deep i just just yeah that's oh yeah thank you for that too that also right there just people from chicago understand exactly what that's like and there are people from other parts of the country where it's also similar i'm sure people, right. uh um, you know people from new orleans uh, love america it's yeah. okay yeah. we are okay <laughs> that's right yeah. um the sun shines well, seriously right. yes right so it's it's not the best and that's because that's what is advertised. And I've been hearing that, well, actually, this is from the Hunger Games. <laughs> but they were talking about, you know, setting up the Hunger Games and just, like, you know, the people were getting 
um, unsettled and they want to throw a ball. And so they were just like, you know, fear, just put more and more fear into them. Mm. And, you know, it'll be great, you yeah, know, like right. they'll do what we want if we just, you know, and they're just kind of like snuff out all the hope. Mm. And I feel like that's very similar to what's going on today. You know, there's just like a lot of fear and people are just like so fearful and, um, you know, they just don't see any hope, but, you know, I definitely see the fear and, but I also see the hope, you know, um, just being surrounded by great people. I'm hopeful about them and what they can accomplish and just looking out in America in general, you know, I'm, you know, you gotta find those gems of stories that they don't advertise, right. you know, yeah. um, or even looking just at past history and just all that we have accomplished. Um, I was watching something yesterday, a clip, I think it was like Louis C.K., and he was saying, you know, people always are, you know, whenever they talk about slavery, it's like longer and longer ago. They're like, oh, slavery was like 500 years ago. And he's like, no, (laughs) slavery was like 170 years ago. (laughs) That's like, it was very, very, you know, like close, you know? And he's like, and people just kind of expect you to you know, for black people to be over it, you know, just like, and he's like, and it's not like slavery ended and everything was like great since then, you know, it's like, it's still, um, it's still not great, you know, there's still battles that have to be fought fought and are still being fought today. And, um, you know, I, I, I will say something about our generation is that we expect things to happen right away. Hmm. You know, I think social media and just, like, media in general has um, damaged that sort of aspect of just, like, we see an injustice and it's like, right. okay, this is not right. Like, right. it's been brought to people's attention. Now fix it immediately. That's right. Da- download the <laughs> app, like, cust- customize my playlist, right. <laughs> right, and let's call it a day, yeah. Right, and it's like, unfortunately, that is not how it works, yeah. you know, like, we're going to be fighting battles until the day we die. And, you know, sometimes the what we want to happen is not going to happen with us, you know? And, um, like, there are plenty of people from the Civil Rights Movement who did not make it to today, you know? And we have benefited from their fight and what they have done, but they didn't get to live to see any of those rewards. And that's, you know, to some people that's discouraging. That's like, that sucks and why fight at all, right. you know? Um but for me, I I like to um, I, I like to think about others. You know, like I like to to know that you know I'm fighting today. I'm fighting for justice for my niece and nephew. You know, like okay, I might not get to see you know um, this just and perfect society. You know, which it'll never be. You know, because <laughs> we're humans and we're flawed. Yeah. But um, just knowing. Um, not my niece and nephew, that it might be a little bit better for them. Me, worth it, you know? And just, like, other people that I don't even know, other kids and other people, you know, like, I, I want to, you know, I have to think about them. And, you know, like, even though I don't know you, I want the world to be a better place for you, you know? Because I have just been so, so lucky and so blessed. And so I just want other people to have that and to experience that and to just kind of, like, grow up being, you know, my new favorite phrase, carefree black girl absolutely. or boy, you know? I, oh boy, that's um, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, and so, I, I, and I, uh, I think, uh, uh, you, you know, I, I just, 
A, first of all, we just need to acknowledge that, and this is one of the reasons why uh, Katie and I get along, uh, there was a Hunger Games and Louis C.K. reference within the context of the civil rights yep. point. I just want to, <laughs> just for the internet, just for the record, Happy New Year to all you guys. That is what the community is producing out here, ladies and gentlemen. Cover the bases. We have standards as we start. Um, so that felt like that needed to be acknowledged for oh, the record. That was, that was just extra dope, and nobody's ever done that. So, um, you know, uh, you also dropped a little gem, you know, the fact that, I, you know, I may not know you, but I want the world to be better for you. I always like to also stop, like, and acknowledge when people have dropped, like, dope stuff in that line. Like, I just, that's going to be tweetable, and we will definitely do all that, you know. And that's the kind of thought that, like, I feel like, especially in 2016, all that's about to happen with elections and, and Chicago in particular and, and stuff that, you know, that, that the brothers and sisters there have to get into uh, with their elected officials. Um, you know, that's such a powerful thought that I may not know you, but I want the world to be better for you. Like, again, that's the kind of, those are the kind of words that, um, you know, say what you want, but those kind of words, if we were to walk those out, have action behind them and they really, you know, those kind of words have consequences. So I appreciate you giving those words to us. And I feel like, I mean, you know, when you were talking about the series and why you did it, and it's kind of like knowing your place and, you know, like knowing your lane. And um, I think there's always that struggle, too, of just wanting to be the leader. And, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, we remember the Dr. Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X's and just like, right. but that's not everyone's role, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just not getting discouraged about that either, you know, not being the, the face of, you know, of movement and like that's okay like there's a lot of unknowns uh that have you know that happened in the civil rights movement or even today that we're just not going to know about Mm. you know that's okay their part isn't any less important because like excuse me none of this change would have happened without them you know it's just like we kind of need everyone you know like honestly we do um yeah. No, though, again, that's powerful. And I, and I appreciate and I appreciate you giving us those words and these, I mean, this sort of thing that, um, you know, this is one of the first um, conversations that'll, that'll, uh, that'll go up in 2016. And I feel like that's the sort of thing that, um, that's the sort of thing you can actually take with you, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not here to make comments about people's resolutions or goals or whatever people want to do. But I think uh, these are kind of the words that, that, that'll mean something in July and they'll mean something in September and they'll mean something. Um, you know, in holiday season in 2016 too. So I appreciate that. Um, you know, my final question uh, is, and one of the things to, to your point about, you know, people understanding their lane, understanding their role and doing their role and, and whether or not um, what, whatever, I don't know, whatever fame or acclaim or uh, whatever it looks like um, to the point about people just doing the work that they are called to do in that moment. Um I like to always end each interview by giving people an opportunity to shout out either individuals or organizations that are doing work that inspires them. And obviously you are, um, you know, um, involved in the nonprofit community in Chicago and involved in um, work around volunteering. And so um, whether it's any organizations that you personally deal with or organizations that you know of or organizations that may or not even may or may not even be in Chicago, but, you know, just to yet again, mm-hmm. give people at the beginning of 2016 tangible things that, Oh, that's a dope organization. I can support them or I could do something like that. Or, Hey, I could do something a little bit better, you know, but again, to give the people, you know, tangible things that they can be doing in this moment. So are there any organizations that, uh, that you want to call out? Yeah, for sure. Well, shout out to Chicago Care. Get out there and volunteer. Go to our website. Um, we have over 200 uh, ongoing programs that you can sign up for. So really, really dope stuff. And then, um, as you know, 
um, Afropunk. I yeah, have really been in film uh, <laughs> and just been following them and just all the great stuff that they have been doing. Um, absolutely, absolutely wonderful. Hopefully, uh, I can go to another concert. Uh, <laughs> That's right. And if there's a, yeah, and the internet, so we're just gonna put that onto the energy. If anyone is familiar with Afropunk, you need to get Katie. Uh, you need to get Katie on staff as as as, as a side, you know, consulting job. She's definitely Afropunk material. I'm just gonna put that onto the universe, and we'll see what 2016 does with that. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <She's with everyone. laughs> Oh man, yeah. Like if you haven't been, like yeah, it actually it is. Yeah, it is a beautiful nearby, expression. Like yeah, it's a beautiful expression. Hundred percent, though. Like two hundred percent. Like it was such. Yeah, I mean, you can speak to it as well. It's just like such a beautiful experience just yeah. to like see all of our people and just like coming together for a good time and just like all the different styles and personalities. It was absolutely amazing. And yeah, if they're hiring, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know where to find By all me. We're, like... we're going to do that. We're going to do that. That's, that, that's really what 2016, you know, 2016 is about making connections. That's what, that's what, that's the next step. So we'll put that out there. Internet. So, you know, it's not hard to get to anybody in this, in this new world. So, uh, so let's make Afropunk happen. Uh, you know, you, you know where to find Katie. No, I appreciate it. I, th- I, th- I think that's, I think that's, I think those are, those are great places to start. Were there any other organizations you wanted to shout out or we'll work with those too? Uh, I think that is it. Okay. Uh, those are the, yes, the top two that come yeah. to mind immediately. So. And a lot of people, you know, um, and if you're in a, you know, those of you in New York area, New York cares, uh, the sister organization, I'm sure, I'm sure that there are sister organizations in cities around. It, it probably is one of the better organizations, um, that you could be a part of. I mean, just in terms of the kind of different um, uh, people that an organization like Chicago Cares touches, like it's not just one volunteer. It's like millions, not millions, but you know, many, many, um, you know, uh, local community groups that you, that you would be touching in terms of volunteering with them. And so it's an amazing, find the one in your city. If there's not one, then, you know, we put you in touch with Katie. Maybe you can start a chapter or something, but uh, yeah, New York Cares, Chicago Cares, uh, super, super incredible organization. So, well, thank you, Katie, yeah. for that. I, th- I think that's a good that's a good note to end on, and we be, you know we end where we started, and uh, and this has been good again, again for the you know the, <laughs> the Louis C.K. reference, and just I love it, Louis C.K. and Hunger Games. So just I'm good off of that. The conversation is just if that was the, if that was yeah. like the only thing we take. A little bit of trouble, but he exactly. made a good point there. Exactly, so. exactly. If that's the only <laughs> like if like the conversation was needed just just so that we got that reference on the internet. Um, excellent. Now, again, grateful for your time and thank you for lending your voice to this project and, um, and, and sharing your story with us. We appreciate having you on. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing this. This is super awesome. I'm so happy that this is my very first podcast. Yeah. So, you know, when I do a million more and I'm super famous, this Absolutely. is, you know, people will know this is where it all begins. This is the first one. It's the foundation. <laughs> the, these are going to be the lost tapes. They'll be, they'll be with, uh, with Ava's Doll and Kanye's Yeezy. They'll exclusive my eBay. Right. That'll, that'll be my eBay 2016 collection. So. <laughs> want to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast and listen to our conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Appreciate each and every single one of you for taking the time out. Appreciate Katie for lending her voice and those words to us. I felt like that was a good way to start 2016 and wish all of you the best in 2016. Uh, leave us a review. We're on iTunes. You can subscribe to the podcast there. Check out all the old episodes. Always good conversation here. Um, we're also on SoundCloud. We're on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Uh, Hit us up, reach out. 
um, look forward to building with uh, even more people in the coming year. Be well and be safe, family.